Welcome back to Dwayne's World. Dwayne's World for Kangan Institute. Unleash you at Kangan Institute. Enroll now. And it's Friday, which means it's Campbell Brown time. SEN track and AFL Nation commentator. Thanks to the new McCrispy. It's the next big thing. Try today at Macca's. Available from or after 10.30am. Brownie, great to have you back. Uh, and it's getting down to your grand final time. I hope you got some winners for us. Yeah, hopefully, mate. Um, we had a scratching in my best last weekend, which is a bit, bit disappointing. But um, massive racing. You know, uh, my favourite race day of the year is the Caulfield Guineas. I'm going to be trackside Saturday. Hopefully, the weather here in Melbourne improves a little bit. It's going to be glorious up in Sydney for the Everest, and um, everyone can't wait. I haven't been to the Caulfield Guineas for a while, but it did have a tradition for a while of uh, the younger crowd getting there and enjoying the frivolity. Is that still the case? It certainly is, and um, I mean, it's, it's great racing. There's three Group 1s, there's plenty of Group 2s, and um, it's not as busy as, as Caulfield Cup and, and then obviously the, the Flemington Carnival. So I really enjoy it. I find that um, you know, it's a bit more for the, for the racing purists, I, I would suggest, but then there's plenty of, of fun, and the DJs come out um, you know, for, the, for the younger generation too, which is what racing needs to continue to prick their interests. Absolutely. So where would you like to start? Because it is a massive card. Oh, it is. Let's go. My best of the day um, is in race six, horse number one at Caulfield. It's, it's Ayrton, who, um, as a you know, three- and four-year-old, promised to be an absolute superstar. Um, then lost form, then nearly died when it was bitten by a spider. Back, um, ready to rock and roll. It's unbeaten, this, uh, this gelding, at Caulfield, four from four. It's got a great first-up record. You're getting a pretty generous price at $4.20. And I think he can bounce back and return to form uh, on Saturday in race six. Um, the Caulfield Guineas looks to be an absolute cracker. I mean, Militarise has done nothing wrong and absolutely deserves favouritism. But I just think $2.60 is a little bit short. Um, I'm having uh, two bets in this race. Both of them at pretty good odds. The Margusus runner have a horse called Centify, which... Um, Last start at Caulfield, uh, you know, jumped, led, gave a good kick, and, and it took the party uh, every um, effort late to, to get over the top of it. And um, I thought the mile looks perfect. It's $21. I'm going to have a cheeky little each-way bet on the Nick Ryan runner, Wolfie. This would be a great story because this horse, when he, he's an ex-jockey, decided to become a trainer. And um, this is one of the first horses that his connections bought for him. A lot of close family and friends. And... Um, it's turned out to be a really good horse. If they could win a first group one, being the Caulfield Guineas, that'd be a great story. It's been 34s into 14, Wayne, so they certainly haven't missed it. And then if we look to the last, I mean, Amelia's Jewels, absolutely the, the horse to beat in that. But I'm going to have a, a another little each-way play as well on attrition to run in the top three. So a little bit of value floating around. Um, in terms of the Everest, I've only ever had my eye on one horse in this race right from the start. You remember a few weeks ago, I tipped Private Eye first up and it logged yep. in the shorts at $10. Um, I'm tipping it again, $7. Um, Joseph Pride's got a got two really good chances here. And I just think everyone's talking about, um, I wish I win and think about it, but I think Private Eye's just snuck under the radar. It ran second last year to Giga Kick in a, in a similar type of preparation, going there second up. And... Um, I think it can be very, very strong late. So let me pry a little further, Brownie. Is this to all your eye? Because I noticed that Ayrton's last four starts, 8th, 5th, 7th, 8th. 
Yeah, first up from a spell, Damien Lane on board. So, so you just like the the Caulfield form specifically. So you you sort of writing off the recent stuff and deciding that the the spider bite was bad enough. Yeah, I, I think um, you know not not a lot went right a couple of preparations ago, and um, you know that was the horse was was racing some really really strong races, um, not being disgraced in them, you know, but um, just clearly he wasn't up to his absolute best but unbeaten at this track and trip, which is really important. Um, and um, good reports coming out of the stable that some of his work has been back to absolute top-notch what he was a few years ago. So, um, yeah, if, I mean, if he puts that all together from a reasonably good barrier with it, one of the best jockeys in the country on board, uh, I think he could blow them away and $4.20 will look like a gift. And it's not that you don't like Amelia's Jewel, you just don't like the price? Is that what it is? Yeah, it's, I mean... It's, it's one of those ones where you, you, you either, you know, back it and um, and you have a couple of multis throughout the course of the day with Amelia's Jewel t- towards the, the end of the day, or you look around for a little bit more value. And, um, you know, just a horse like Attrition, $5.50 the place, um, which is, is double what you're getting for Amelia's mm. Jewel to win. Drawn barrier 12, good horse. It's going to probably head up to, to Sydney after this start um, and, and bypass the Cox Plate, which would be a real shame because... I thought that uh, she could just about win the Cox Plate if she went there, but um, it's just far too short for the last race of the day. And while I've got you with Randwick, uh, so you've tipped Pericles before, I reckon, to us, maybe last spring a couple of times. Do you not like Pericles and the Silver, Silver Eagle, or do you think it's a too open a race to be tipping? Yeah, I'm, I'm a, look, I'm a bit off Pericles. I, I remember tipping it to you um, last spring and, and yep. it didn't win, and it's come out this, this time and gone bang, bang, and won both of them. Um, there's, uh, that's a bit frustrating that I didn't didn't uh, stick with him. Um, but uh, the one that I'm probably going to have something small on in the last lane, race 10, if you can wait that long, is yep. the Bjorn Baker runner Renaissance Woman. Um, it's around $6 um, second up as well. That's a massive chance. So, look, there's some there at value um, that we can have a little play at and, um, and have a bit of fun. And hopefully when we speak next week, uh, I'll tip, tip the punters in or a few winners. And you're not a quaddy man either, are you? So you're tipping us a couple of, uh, you know, reasonably priced options in the last leg of quaddies, last race of the day. But you've never been a Maltese man, have you? No, mate, I'd love to be a quaddy guy. But the, my problem is I only ever get two or three legs of the quaddy and then I, um, I crack <laughs> it and say never again. Uh, story of my life. So um, I did get a quaddy one day, though, when I went field, 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 field. <laughs> Did you get your money and back? we end up losing money on it. <laughs> yep. Hey, what's the biggest day going to be at the carnival in five or six years' time? Is it still going to always going to be... Well, is it, how big is the Everest going to become? Because we know that the Everest is getting big, bigger and bigger in terms of its prize money. It's it's about the lure of horses for overseas as well going forward. Where, where are we going to be at in three or four or five years' time, given how hard Sydney's trying? Yeah, look... Um... The Everest is always going to be the, the, the big prize money, the big draw card for the sprinters. The, the really interesting thing for me, Dwayne, is that you know there's $31.5 million up in Sydney this Saturday in prize money, yet the current top 50 rated horses in the world, there's only one in the top 50, and that's I Wish I Win Running. Right. So while the prize money's going up, um, just at the moment, it's in a sort of holding pattern that, um, those star international horses and star sprinters aren't necessarily getting lured out here for the big prize money. But um, 
you know, Sydney will always try and disrupt Melbourne's spring carnival. It's 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 what the Everest was built for. And um, I think if they can coexist beautifully. I mean, I, I don't have any problem whatsoever with going to Caulfield on, on Saturday and some people are going to Sydney for the Everest. It's, it's personal preference. But it's great racing in both states. And I'm going to keep a very, very close eye on what's happening up in Sydney. But I'll just be at Caulfield. And next year I might swap around and do the opposite. You know what I mean? So yes. um, I know that there's all this the rivalry between New South Wales racing and Victoria and everything. But I honestly have always said that if, if racing in general cooperated and worked together rather than against each other, it'd be a far better product. And one last question, because you are the party king. So there's a party anywhere in the world, you are at it, and you're normally at the front of it. What is the biggest party day of racing in Australia right now? Because I always thought that it was either... Well, if it wasn't Caulfield Guineas when you were younger and single, then it might have been Cox Plate Day when you were sort of in that twilight zone of your life in your 20s. What's the biggest party day now that Sydney's turning it on? Uh, I reckon it's the Cox Plate. There's the Labrokes party lawn that they've launched this year, and mm. um, it is going to be absolutely magnificent. I, I love Mooney Valley. You're right there on the racetrack. Uh, it's just iconic. It's, it's the best wait-for-age race in the country, and... Um, I reckon Cox Plate's the one that if you're going to earmark one and say this is the day we're going to get all the crew together and have a crack, I'd be going to the, the Labrokes uh, party lawn. 28 of, the last, 28 of the last 30 I've been to, Brownie. Uh, I, I'm glad it's that, that, it, that is a tradition that continues. In fact, I asked Joel Braithwaite whether he was playing. I saw him grand final day, and I don't think he's been booked. he got someone else singing horses. Yeah, it's it's unbelievable. Like he was, he's an institution there, and um, it was one of the great sing-alongs of of all time. But he wasn't there last year, and I'm not sure why he's not there this year. I don't know if he's priced himself out of it, or or he just needs to rest those vocal cords. But um, no doubt, Dwayne, you and I'll be singing it, no matter who's there and uh, and on the um, on the guitar. Yep, and off tune as well. Will be Brownie. Great to have you. I'll see you. Well, I won't see you on the weekend, but I'll see you soon. We'll talk soon. Thanks to thanks for coming on again. See you, mate. Campbell Brown, SEN Track, AFL Nation commentator. Thanks to the new McCrispy. It's the next big thing. Try today at Macca's. Available after 10.30am, so it's available right now. And don't forget, think tyre safety this month. Thanks to Tyre Power, you can get the five-minute tyre safety check at your local tyre power. And good to see Tyre Power and the team jumping on board. The Mavericks as well. Uh, Hutchian, our new netball team. And remember... Imagine what you could be buying instead for free and confidential support. Visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Plenty still to come.